One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to um, BFI London Film Festival and this experimenter salon with uh, Philippa Cesar and Nariman Mari. Um, these are two, I'm Helen DeWitt, I'm one of the programmers <laughs> of the experimenter section of Artist Film in the festival. So in the salons we invite two of the artists featured in the programme to consider how um, artist film, and particularly their own, um, engages with political realities and histories. And I don't think we have two better examples than the three pieces of work made by uh, the two artists next to me today. So we're looking about how artist film engage with political realities and histories. Um, and the conversation will explore um, legacy, close colonial legacies, as the films do, methods and techniques, approaches, collaborations, histories, practice, so on. It's really a very open conversation intended for the artists to uh, speak to one another about their differences, similarities of approach, their audiences, uh, the basis for their practice, and so on. So I'm really here to facilitate the conversation rather than be a formal interviewer. And then, of course, at the end, we will open it up for... Um, uh, well, not necessarily at the end, whenever feels natural. Um, we'll open it up for your contributions as well. Um, so can I just ask you before we start, um, if you've, um, how many of you have seen the two films, Spell Real and Le Four de Fou? Um, could right. you? So a few. Yeah. Got it. Okay, great. That's it. So I'm just going to read out these bios so you know who's here. So that always feels a bit stodgy, but just bear with me. I hope you don't mind. Um, so um, Philippa Cesar, on my far left, is an artist and filmmaker interested in the fictional aspects of the documentary, the porous borders between cinema and its reception, and the politics and poetics inherited the moving image. Um, since 2011, she's been looking at the origins of the cinema of the African liberation movement in Guinea-Bissau as a laboratory of Resistance to ruling epistemologies. Um, she premiered her first feature-length uh, film, Spell Real, which we have here, at the Forum section of the Berlinale in 2017, and has had selected exhibitions and screenings in many, many places, but a few significant ones being um, Sao Paulo, Biennial, Manifesta 8, House de Culture and de Welt in Berlin, the Jeux de Pomme in Paris, um, Gasworks in London, and MoMA in New York. And um, uh, Mariman uh, Marie was um, uh, was born in Algiers and began her career in Paris um, in various uh, working first in communications agencies uh, where she created cultural content for print and television. It's not this one. It's, it's this, the same thing. 
right. <laughs> no, but you can continue. All right, okay. I don't talk um, about this part. All right, sorry. Okay. This is uh, what I was given. Um, uh, and contributed to develop, uh, developing work for art galleries. In 2010, she founded uh, um, Allee Retour Film. Um, and her first feature-length film, Bloody Beans, won three prizes at FID uh, and at CPH Docs in 2013, um, and has, has um, been to nearly 40 international film festivals. Um, in 2015, she directed for All Piste at the Centre Pompidou, uh, La Vie Courante, and this film um, that we're showing in London Film Festival, Le Ford des Fous, premiered at Locarno in 2017. Is there anything else you'd like to add to no, that? No, 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 it's yeah? okay. <laughs> we don't care about this. Okay, so first off, um, I'd like to um, uh, ask um, both Philippa and Mariman to, I think you're first, Mariman, to um, introduce the clips of your films that we will see to, before we get the conversation going. But maybe we see it and then we talk about it? Oh, or? that's fine. You yeah, can do that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No problem at all. Should we, um, we can sit in the front row so we can see. I mean, I think maybe we could just show both, no? Or you want to... Yeah, make... we can do that. We'll show yeah. the clips back to back. Yeah, great, yeah. So... There are various kind of themes that can bring out of your work about the way you deal, obviously, with the political, with colonialism, with the past and the present. But can we just start a little bit, perhaps, by talking about how you use how, well, partly what your investigative motivation was for the films and how you use time, because you, you're both, your works are situated in the past and the present and, and uh, with some different level of reality or fiction or, or representational mediation. So just be good to talk a little bit about the motivations and how you worked with, with, with time. <laughs> I, I can never think the time of um, today without the time of the past or of tomorrow. I, I always uh, full of this time, I think so. Then I cannot organize my mind with the past or I just organize it or, or try to see um, maybe to connect the different part with the line that I can found. But uh, I also reenact a lot of part because if we can say reenact, but I like to take a um, historical part, but only for myself, I looking at what is the reality, the, the history, what they write, what the professional write, but I, I bring this few pieces and I put it in the reality of today and I give it to some people, not actor, not actors, that they have the same, I think, the same um, relation at the time. Because I, I think that the most important about the history and all that, it's not the fact for me. Huh? The fact is here, but uh, there. But uh, it's what we have in us about this memory, about what's happening. It's always like chaotic, not so sure what we heard from our parents, what we heard from our neighbor. All these kind of memories give us an, another dimension, give us, um, for me, more the real history and something that you can um, 
bringing each time. It's here. It's the material more than a book for me. And um, and I don't. I cannot disconnect from today or for tomorrow. I can totally not. And I work with this kind of memory. For this one, it's more precise because I have to talk more not about really the colonialism because it's a it's a, sure it's a subject and the, i born in a country where my mother is from a colonialist family and my father is algerian and uh, i i have to talk about this mind because i want to talk about power and domination and the colonialist mind it's exactly the the, 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 it's the tools, not the tools, but the place where we, I can, I don't have to think about it. I have all the resources for that. Then I, I use some words from, from, from there. I was very precise and also because I don't want to invent, to invent again this mind. I, I cannot even want to think about it. I just want to take it and okay, it's here, I use it. But I organize the movie in a different way more in an abstractive. Um, also, I don't want to use a French language. I, I think that you hear that it's a, not a real language. It's a, a language that we invent because I don't want to put on the French language the mind of domination of colonialism because the English are colonialists, the Portuguese are colonialists, a lot of people even colonialism or domination, it's also like uh, your boss in your office uh, or then I want to invent this language to to disconnect it from from one country, and when we translate the the the, the word in, uh, we have to translate it in Portuguese, in English, in Spanish, in German. It's very interesting because you understand nothing, but you you read in your own language. I think that the effect is very different, and to read it, it's also hard. I think so. Then. Uh, and voila, I, I can really not disconnect it. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, um, it's interesting. I mean, for f I, I, I used to think that um, um, because in this in this case we work with the archives, but we I mean we we didn't only work with the archives. We 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 produce this. We 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 transfer these images from from celluloid to digital. So we made this transfer. So I, I used to say that I mean this this is a six years long project with the film with the with the Guinean filmmakers the guerrilla filmmakers that shot these images during the colonial war in, uh, between Guinea and Portugal. But I used to say that um, that I'm interested in these archives not as something from the past but actually as as matter from the present because you know it's it's. Um, that it's much more interesting for me than, than because it's like I don't think it is different than like a scar that you have in your skin, you know something that that is an inscription of something that happened in a, in a certain moment. But it it's on you, it's in you, in you. Mm -hmm. So it kind of so you have to so you have to relate it as a something that is there and operates on you. And it's so I'm interested in this kind of how to think. Uh, with archives, not as something that happened there, but it's actually something that is permanently operating on us, and and uh, so that's how we actually. I mean, this is just I, I didn't made a editing, or I just showed you the first six minutes, but what happens is this. So you have this moment of the transfer of these images that were never really, most of them never really happened to become films or edited films, so they 
they were like decomposing for 40 years and how they uh, now they also when they kind of emerge from this room uh, through the filmmakers that were guarding it but didn't know what to do with it and I kind of like I intercept this mo this moment um, that is a very complex and conflict moment because I'm a Portuguese so I'm actually the signifier of the oppressor uh, and how I mean it was very interesting for me and I, I like to work with especially with Sanana that is one of the filmmakers that actually is the main character that we would see you know if we watch the film and how uh, we were like negotiating permanently these these different agencies uh, uh, me um, so basically we have different agencies we are like he is the guerrilla filmmaker 68 year old that did the war that was picked by the liberation leader Emilio Cabral to become a filmmaker to produce the, the images of the revolution and I'm like you know like from another generation that comes and intersects and think hey shall we do something together and how this it's not about uh, repairing something but it's about more it was more for us about how can we convoke more conflicts as possible and not like try to solve something here because it's nothing to solve so it was like in this idea that the for for us what was very interesting for us is that we had different interests in the project in the common project and uh, uh, we had this permanently like uh, and we also understood that the 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 these uh, images once projected in the present and we like it's what we did we went to the, we did the mobile cinema we presented these images in in all over in Guinea-Bissau we did uh, one month like traveling with the images and then also we showed it in Dakar in the Goethe Institute and then with we we, we also made the project with the refugees in Berlin because it was the African refugee movement that was actually taking over a square in Berlin in like in the same time we were working with this project and the refugees also said oh we need these images because they empower us and they create an historical path that makes sense why are we here now so all these kind of so basically it was like to understand how these images could be uh, operating in the present and actually be be present uh, uh, and and uh, and also I mean in Guinea it was very interesting because while we were showing these images and this what you see in the beginning is this man translating the, a woman that is work that is speaking in, uh, in Fulani that is an ethnic language and now she's she knows all the weapons and and actually uh, how the the people after watching these images like took the mic and start saying I tell you the story you don't know nothing about what's happening here I know I know it and how they were like and uh, and these were the old people but the young people for example said said uh, we want this history back in our books why it's not in our books so basically they were talking about the press they were talking about the fact that their manuals are produced by NGOs that have nothing, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that they're, they're producing the materials of education. And it's a process that is like, it's totally neo-colonial. It's nothing to do with their reality. It's not a situated knowledge. It's so basically this was about talking about the present, you know, like even if we were using these scars, you know, mm -hmm. and all these layers, even the, the fact that the material was deteriorating for us it was more about that's also an inscription we are not going to try to recover or or correct anything it is also part of the, of the material and of the images mm -hmm. so yeah so it's more my my 
I mean, the notion of voice and speech and language is very important in both your films, mm. and who, who is speaking, what language they're speaking in, yeah. who they're speaking to. And I think in terms of the way that you deal with, um, particularly Philippa, that you know, which might be considered um, questions of authorship and power and ownership relations, mm -hmm. is, is, to my mind, very effectively um, uh, countered by the level of collaboration that you you have within the work. Would you both like to talk? And of course, I mean, what's really shocking, well, one of the sh um, shocking is the Sarkozy speech at the beginning mm -hmm. of yours, um, Nariman. Would you like both like to talk a little bit more about how you use speech and language and, and, the, o and the ownership of speech and language? Yeah, I think you should start because you like <laughs> you have to. Hello. Um, yes, there is a language and also how how we talk. It's sometimes hard for for the audience and to to look at the movie because, of, as I say at the first part, we didn't hear the colonialists. Never, only the colonel, because I think that uh, down the colonel, I can let them like innocent people. Then I don't want to hear them. I'm not creating a voice for each of them or fake voice. The voice of the colonel is something that also we hear, we can, we can be afraid. I, I work like a child sometimes. I, sometimes I, I cannot understand somebody, but his voice makes me scared or something like that. And I, I try to create something that I cannot understand, but give me a little, some emotion, because also I cannot understand this discourse or this mind. I let the Sarkozy speech because uh, it's a gift for us to have it. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> and this was it fantastic too. Because and it's the same. Yes, it's, it's the exactly same the same yeah. speech. It's the yeah, it's the present, and uh, it's exactly the same mind. And we just hear the only people that we hear for true. It's the Algerian people who talk together, because it's a language of a like also, and because they are like real. And um, the second part is. I think that in the second part there is like a, a Portuguese people, English people, Greek people, Arabic people, French people. Then I like also this idea. You see, my English is not so good, but it's like an emergency language. The English now with also the the migrant, the migration, and and I like it like that. Not because I don't want to learn it, but because it saves us for a lot of time and gives the opportunity to each of us to can understand each other. And I really love this, this possibility, even if we don't understand exactly what the other ones say, and I really work on it on the second part and the third part, is to take time, okay, we, we work like this. Someone says something in Arabic, I speak Arabic, then I translate in French, someone translates in Greek, so the other one translates in, uh, in Portuguese, and we, f we share like this. And to take time to, to understand, even if it's not our language, to try to see and to have this uh, generosity, I think that it's very important. 
And it's a little bit not too much an exercise in the second part, but in the third part, I think that you hear it's where it's totally raw image. Um, it's a community in Prosphigica. It's a squat uh, in Athens. Can you uh, can tell you more about this story later? But it's not the subject now. Then they are like migrant for 1920. Uh, that that now they are Greek, Greek people who come there because of the crisis, uh, refugees. And they talk also, I don't know how many language, and there is assembly there all Monday to take care of each other. What is the situation for the refugees, for the children, for the health of each other, for... And it's incredible because it's like a re-education. We're beginning at 4 and we never finished until 2 p.m. or 2, a, 2 in the morning. Wow. <laughs> And uh, all we can focus on about the dog, even the dog can see some, something. And it's really to hear, take time to hear. Here I, I give you the exercise to do it because I think that also, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's important, I think, the time. There is no past. Uh, there is no language that we can understand. We just have to make an effort to try to listen, to wait maybe to understand more later. And uh, um, I think that it's so important to to take this time because um, we never take it. And a lot of people say to me, your movie is very important. You have to make it like a, you know, a weapon. I don't want it. The, the weapon is to take time, to take time to remember, to take time to uh, to take time <laughs> to listen and to try to understand and I make this on the movie that maybe we can leave that in the time of the movie then for some people it's hard but uh, I'm not here to be efficient or something like that I just want to to present you people that I met and uh, it's the most important I think and the respect also how they live and I hope that we can share it in a few moments in the in the movie, even if you don't go to Prosphini Capit, it's a good experience also for you if you want to go. Yeah. I mean I think one one thing that is fascinating, we could read read uh, Sarkozy's speech even like maybe he's right and because what is history? It's history is uh, the narrative of the of the of the power. Well, it's just that. You know, so so maybe he's right that the Africans were out of history because they were out of that of that narrative, of that inscription, of a, a narrative, a fantasy of, of, um, of the idea of like inscription of in time of a, of a narrative of of those that are ruling. So I, I like a lot the idea of the that of the Afrofuturism that actually say we don't want to be humans because if humans means to be you know white male oppressor colonialist, why should we want to be that? Mm -hmm. We don't want to be humans. We are so we want maybe we are so of some kind of aliens that the, mm -hmm. that you know like I think we can even like go mm -hmm. beyond not say that how how an idiot he is to say this, but actually maybe he's right. <laughs> the thing is that what is history? You know, yeah, that's what exactly. maybe we have to, you know, like, because this fantasy mm. that history is something that, like, is the narrative of the world is bullshit. Mm. It's mm. totally, like, we have to finally, you know, Walter Benjamin was already t telling that, was saying, like, what is history? And, like, don't, you know, mm. there's nothing to do with facts. It's just the narrative of those that have the power of inscribing 
a, a story over the time. That's it. Mm. So I mean, I'm telling this because the, the the question of the oral, you know, the the issue that is like, uh, you know, further in my in my film, there's this moment where I mean, there's this moment where there's a man that starts singing. You know, like it was his reaction to the to the yeah. screening. He starts singing, and what he sings is is um, is 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 history, you know, like is is not history in that sense. Maybe is his his narratives, mm -hmm. his narratives of the past. Uh, so, um, and this is how the history has been passed in those society. So it's like how the narratives. I mean, I'm keeping using the word that I didn't wanted to use history, but like the, how the narratives have uh, are being tra transferred. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of the the oral, and how um, you know how it, it inscribes. Through this passage and, and through the singing, and 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 the fact that um, there's these all elements that are that I that I'm I don't know if I understand so well maybe I don't but I uh, was told or that you know that there is this kind of relation you know like not separable relation between the transfer of knowledge, the healing process, the economies, everything is entangled and not mm. separated, you know, in a, in a kind of like, there's no pathologies. Maybe there is someone that is not, you know, like if you have a patient, you know, so that is sick, uh, but maybe there is not connected with something that we mm. have to reconnect. So it's about knowledge, like mm. we have to reconnect it, mm. that person with certain, certain things. And it, this healing process is, is, a, is about, you know, it's not separated from knowledge. So, um, the, I mean, just this. Um, go back to to your question on on the on the language and on maybe I would go to the sonic more because the the materiality of the of the the materiality of the of the objects we are using, this archive, uh, forty years in a room, uh, uh, was uh, had sound and image separated, and so we we never tried to and and we were looking at it as it is, so we were. Trying to operate with it and not trying to like mm. synchronize the images with sound or redo or trying to finish the films that they never finished. You know, this. so we didn't wanted to do this kind of operations. We wanted to look at it as it was. Uh, so this this asynchronicity between image and sound is permanently in the in the in the film because it, we were also looking at it in that way. It was separated, and and uh, the the. So the, and and these kind of like the the voices that come on top of the images or the way the sound is may, maybe sometimes just a, a moment of listening um, was very very important also because um, uh, it's a, it's a permanent element. I mean it's difficult not without having the film here because like we also talk about. Uh, like a story that was told to me that I don't know if it's true or not, but I use it in a film that is like that the Portuguese, like the, 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 the guerrillas in the in the jungle, um, knew that as soon as the forest would be silent, that would mean that the Portuguese were in it because the mm. the, the, the 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 forest and the animals, like the 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 way they react to fear or to to danger, is like silence. So the guerrilla knew, uh, like as soon as it's too silent, something is wrong. So, you know, like some, there's intruders here because the, the, that's the sign that the jungle is giving to us. So that, and there's a story that the Portuguese kind of uh, techno animated the jungle by putting, 
you know, by, by, by sonorizing artificially the jungle with, with sound of animals. So the gorilla <laughs> would, so the gorilla would say, oh, that's everything is okay. So this idea of like the, 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 what it means, you know, the, you know, fear connected with silence, but then like the, 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 the code of the jungle that is broken mm -hmm. through the artificiality of like sonorizing it. So, so basically like, so these kind of elements are in the film permanently, but also, also this idea of like sonorizing images today and, and, and hearing sounds uh, that are, and even for example, when Makeba, when we are talking mm -hmm. about the image of, of Miriam Makeba, that is like very like an, an image that is completely like diseased, as they say, like the, there's a disease of the film celluloid, it's, uh, it's vinegar syndrome yes, is yes, called. Yes, and how she's like being eaten by, but she's singing with this all these mm. all these uh, 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 viruses that are there and and are eating that image. But at the same time, uh, so we didn't put the sound there, but we give it in the end. But also because there was something else that was uh, being uh, connected. You can connect to this image differently if you are not hearing the sound in a way. So we were like interested in this kind of uh, yeah, keeping the materiality of it and not trying to find kind of correct yeah. something. Um, just taking up your notion of um, uh, uh, dominant histories and narratives and how they're inscribed within us and need to force force our way out of. Um, some people have a greater need than others in that respect, but um, obviously the, both of you work in this area of telling different stories differently. And I'm just kind of wondering how your, that process works for you, how you actually conduct your research, given your awareness of how uh, pervasive the, the, the histories of the powerful are, how you get beneath that to find and expose and reveal the the um, stories, the people, um, and the, the kind of alternative experiences that you both do, and you, in different, very different ways. You know, sometimes it's completely sort of empirical. You know, you mm -hmm. find some films, you find some people, something with you, maybe more imaginative, a reenactment. There's no less about thinking about dealing with the truth in different ways. Tell me. <laughs> uh, if you want to invert at some point, let me yeah. know. <laughs> if you have an idea. Then. Um, as I told at the beginning, I think that uh, I grow up with um, orality transmission. And uh, I really love it because it gives you a lot, a lot of imagination. That while also I don't want to cut with the imagination. And my, my tool is the cinema, and the cinema is the best place to create some space of uh, imagination and uh, images. And uh, then I, I need it, I want it, and it's also the part where I can take a lot of pleasure when I work. Then. After, and for me, it's like the most important um, base of my research is what the people say to me. And after that, I have to check some books, sure, to read, uh, but I, I never, I, I'm not interested about the historical books, or I never read the historical books, or look at movie about history and all that, I don't want. 
but what I read, it's more report of military. It's a report of soldier, a different level in the hierarchy of, uh, of the, the military team. And from this, it's also some words, even if they write it very well, or they try to make a very beautiful sentence or these things, but they still are individuals who talk about their own experience. I, I really don't want to, and even I cannot, because I don't want to be a historian. I don't want to transmit something that, uh, as we say, I think that together, I like the, the, the confusion of the memory. I like this, uh, what is true, what is not. I don't care what is true. The most important is what, what's still on us and on the others, then I really don't uh, go deep in the historical part, more on people history, and this is the most important for me. And then I, um, but when I'm in the present, the case of this one, uh, at, the, at the end with uh, Eval and uh, his lawyer, uh, Annie, uh, I, I just uh, listened to them. I, the question that I asked him about it was the beginning about. Uh, uh, do you want to win? It's all, only because I don't want him to, to because it's the beginning of the, thir the third part, and it's like a boy. You know, I want to warm me. I'm a boy. Then I want to be sure that it's no, we are not in this situation. That uh, that's why it's a stupid question, but for me it's important to know where is he. Um, and at this point, I don't want to touch anything. I just want to listen. It's not my part. Even if we are engaged, if we even if we are political, you say. But for me, it's very serious point. I don't want to say that I'm a political as. Um, I think that I, it's very serious for me. Some a lot of artists can touch some things, and sometimes I'm not agree with that. Then I, it's a part of uh, of sharing things, and uh, Eval is now in uh, Rojava in Raqqa to fight uh, against ISIS. Then I'm not going to some. I'm going to go there to make a movie with him, but we have to let the people where they are. Even my place. I, I am. I'm careful about my place. I'm not going to take, that's why also I don't want to go to the real historical part in like books and all these things, even because I don't trust it. But I'm like the other one. And with the tools that I have that I can connect because I trust on something, I just make this link and make a movie. But it's not, um, I don't want to, to be, I think that I work more in, in uh, my work, it's more about to take the freedom to say that it's our history, not only our because I'm Algerian, but also Rojava, but also sometimes I feel uh, Jewish because what's happening, I don't care. It's our humanity history. And I want to be free to reinterpret it and use any tool that we can use. But we have the movie beginning by, by a, a sentence of Montaigne. It's, um, je voudrais que chacun écrive ce qu'il qu peut. It means that I, I want that uh, you write what you can write to say what you can say. I, I love this sentence because I, 
I don't want to have this on my on my to, to say oh I have to say something very important a lot of people can say because they think that they cannot because uh, is it true or not true we don't care mm -hmm. you carry something and if you can say it even what you can show it I think it's when you go out from the movie that I make it's more this it's open way to to think that uh, we can we all have tools for that it's more my my work Um, I was told much into you yeah. that I was not yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, No, I mean, yeah, uh, what, I, what I think it, I could add to this is um, the question of collaboration, yeah, because uh, for me, this process that was a long process that originally was not even to be a film, I mean, it became a film because for, for um, initially, um, for for uh, the reasons that I didn't have another uh, another way of like as as me as a filmmaker and an artist I couldn't the the, uh, the the my privileges come from those places where I can get money like film funding or art places so that was like uh, since I'm not an archivist or an institution that could hold a project like that you know like and um, so basically. Uh, making a film about this process was a way of like financing it as well. So the things are not disconnected. It's, I love to do films. It's not that I don't like to do films, but it was like this one is really one of the products that um, that come through this kind of like entanglement and, and kind of uh, needs of like, uh, where are the privileges and what, where are the resources? And, uh, and for me, it was important to understand that um, there was uh, intentions that were different, and and uh, I mean, we work with it's really a collective film. I say it also; it's a very collective film, even if I edited and commented. But it was the whole process was about many people that have different needs, but they can they they have different intentions, different uh, wishes, and intent, but they they meet and they they kind of can use that kind of uh, setting of like watching films together watching rushes or fragments or destroyed material together and that can serve many people in different ways and for me one of my personal thing was about more kind of a process of unlearning um, my own so I was like I, I it was not I didn't wanted to tell a story maybe I wanted to to meet in the space where cinema can be this kind of planet where you can define your own you can create rules. I mean, you can you can negotiate rules between each other, and that was also very much what we did. So we were actually also we there was no 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 like. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A priori rules, but, but they were created through the need, like and by convoking conflicts and convoking the problems that we were dealing and, and, and also creating like certain kind of words for the things that were happening. We start to understand there was this kind of sine kinship between all of, of these people, if it was the refugee group, if it was the, the radio people we work with, if it was the, the radio uh, activists and the fem- feminist radio activists in Guinea that actually moderated the whole tour, or if it was so uh, different people that had different inten- intentions that came together. And this made everybody was, was learning from that process. So for me, it was more um, a kind of like a, 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 how to create the access to a kind of common past um, in a common present, uh, and 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 through that try to to you know and also like try to 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 discard the the colonial arca the colonial alphabet without without having it there because no it's what we have but how could we you know like um, play with it you know like what i like for example all these like how sananada the this the filmmaker he was always permanently changing my own identity as he needed you know in the context if he was in a context where they didn't like the portuguese he'd say oh this is a german filmmaker <laughs> and if you if he would be like if you know that it was good that it was like that i was actually more an institution person he said this is the, the, someone from the arsenal institute in berlin mm-hmm. you know like he would permanently kind of adjust my identity, mm. like like this kind of flexible, as as he thought it was good for the content, context. So, you know, all these kind of games that you know, like by doing this kind of, um, and and uh, I think, in this kind of, and also the fact of like for me, um, thinking the idea of like doing a film, you know, this idea of the authorship of a film and how authorship is also connected with authority mm. and how, you know, like so how could we? So for me, all these processes were like important and um, and uh, also you know this uh, we, we we produced images uh, with images so it was very layered very there's many temporalities and many things happening at the same time in this whole process and um, but there's also like effects that are happening at the same time and this is very important for me this kind of like you transform yourself you change through the you are in a permanent change. So it's not, I don't work with this idea of like the conceptual artist of like, I know exactly what, I have this idea and I know exactly how it's going to be the, the result. It's, I'm, I'm against that. Even if I think there's a lot of concepts and it's very conceptualized the way we work, but it's about not knowing. It's exactly not knowing and, and maybe unlearning. And so how can you change in that process? So that that's what I'm interested in. And I think that's a conceptual context but it's nothing to do with this idea of like I have an idea mm. Mm. the result is exactly as I was expecting you know like this yeah, it's the absolutely. opposite of that <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely, and inevitably so in the sense of the, the process of investigation comes out in the work. Um, I'm, I'm to take you back to when you mentioned sort of Afrofuturism and the notion of kind of otherness against kind of the white male histories of Europe. Um, I'm, I don't mean this to be the woman artist question, so I'm not asking you to go there, but I'm just wanted to, but I did want to bring up gender and mm -hmm. to, see, to ask you if you think that um, gender plays any um, uh, factor in your approach, which I guess in some ways it necessarily does, as it would in anyone of anyone's gender. Um, certainly in, in your work, Philippa, there's the, um, uh, the very high profile to women activists and artists in your in your piece. But I also asked because of something which some, a member of the audience said uh, last night at Andrea Luca Zimmerman's film, um, uh, Raise and Forget, which is really about an investigation into US military history and gun and its consequences for kind of gun culture today, put very in a very simplified way. And this person in the audience said, oh, th I'm, I really feel we should mention gender in the context of your film because the way you've approached approach this subject is a you get more you've got more access because of your gender difference to your mm. subject and b you've approached it with a different kind of conceptual stock than mm. would probably mm. be the case mm. if, 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 if you weren't a woman mm. so i just wondered if you want to speak to that in any way you want to <laughs> you look ready for that i mean i think i'm uh, trying to be short um there's in the middle of the film. There's this woman, the Anita Fernandez, a French filmmaker that uh, Chris Marker sent after Chris Marker being six months t teaching editing to these filmmakers. Uh, he asks, he goes to Japan. He was doing Sansole, so he goes to Japan and he asks Anita Fernandez to substitute him and work working with the filmmakers in this kind of editing workshop and film workshop. And it's very interesting that she. Um, she does like she st stays there for a while, like I don't know, maybe something like eight months. Uh, and one of the projects she does, I mean, there's two projects she does. One of them is a woman film. That it's not. She said it was not her idea. It was idea of the Guinean filmmakers, and there's, there was one woman and three men. Uh, and uh, what is unique, I think this woman was one of the first African women being educated as filmmaker. Um, and 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 this idea that they wanted to do a, a film about women, it's very interesting. I mean, the film is never finished, but the the, the footage are shot. And then she does another film that actually we also digitized in the process in the in the context of the the research project, and we showed it in in Berlin. Uh, it's a wonderful film. It's called Un Balcon sur l'Afrique, a balcony on in Africa, yeah. and it's actually the story. And this is very interesting story of a like an NGO woman that is in Africa and she lives on the, on the top of the Kapok tree. And, uh, and she's, she has the, her house, her uh, tree house decorated with beautiful African women and, you know, things about Africa and like uh, amulets and uh, decoration and so on. Um, and, but she doesn't, she's there on the top of the tree. She's free, so she's this kind of emancipated white woman in Africa, but she doesn't go out of the tree. You know, she's, she looks at Africa from, from up, down, and she doesn't entangle. But she has all like the, the walls like covered in like footage of African women and so on. It's kind of like or so and, and this film it was very interesting because they did it's a film that doesn't have one word. It's beautiful. It's like a 20-minute film without one word. And the filmmakers they had a problem. They said, we don't want to picture you know, white women like this because it's like 
for you are wonderful with I mean we are working together and this is like this is a big critique but but she said no no I want to I want to make this film and let's do it's an exercise and so they had a, a big fight um, but it was interesting because already that film I mean, it was shot in 79 and um, it, it is very interesting because uh, I showed that film to some uh, activists and she, they said something interesting, uh, like activists, and she, they said something like, the white woman had to go to the colonies to free themselves, mm. something that they couldn't do in Europe, mm. but they could do in the context of, yeah. they could be liberated, they could emancipate themselves in this kind of coloni like colonial context. And I thought that was really interesting, um, uh, kind of like this kind of like uh, all these kind of different struggles, you know, like and the, and of course, I mean, I, I think, um, I mean, I don't know how to reflect about my agency as a woman in this, in this process. Uh, definitely, I mean, there's some things that maybe it has to do with like a, a woman condition that is also like we also have this kind of like experience of um, not being in a, on the top of the pyramid, but having like uh, uh, our own oppre oppression on top of us as women, as women in, in the society. But um, at the same time, I don't know how much, you know, like that opens or, or, uh, but, uh, or, or also creates a space of like less dominance, like, like, like this kind of like uh, th that you are more open to not control everything and let things kind of um, happen and, uh, and and I don't know. I mean, I can't really talk from another. I can't talk from a male's yeah. perspective to look at that. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting kind of subject in both ways. That this is this gender element is also in the film. Um, you know, this wish of the Guinean filmmakers to want to do a film. I mean, because if you think Guinea uh, Bissau and a lot of these societies before the the Muslim. Um, uh, the Muslimization in the thousand years ago, it, they were very matriarchal uh, societies as well. Some of them, not all, but so, um, and also very horizontal, like uh, um, uh, like the Balanta community, for example. They are horizontal. The Bijogos, they are matriarchal. So, they were they had other structures, and and in that and in re so basically, the, what the Guinean filmmakers wanted to do when they were writing this kind of script for about the women's film, they wanted to jump, you know, they make it this colonial and um, Arab occupation time. They wanted to jump to the to the time where these societies were where women were very, very important and, and actually ruling the, the, the or, or, or there was an horizontal uh, structure. So I think that's what they wanted to link. That's what they, yeah. yeah that's fascinating. Thank you. Um, I, I don't, um, it's simple to say, but I don't want to think about the gender. Uh, I know that it's a question, very important question, but um, I, I grew up in Algeria. You can see that it's a man's country. Uh, I knew it uh, very early, then I grew up as a boy until my 15. I say that I'm a boy to all the people on the street. And uh, my parents are agree with that, and I can stay until the night on the street. <laughs> Um, I always find a place to escape about this situation. Then I don't even don't use sometimes the weapon of women.
to escape of these things. Mm -hmm. um, maybe in this movie and in the next one who is coming, the question of the gender is more important. Um, in the third part, as I say, if we want to talk about it on the movie, I think that the first part, it's a male uh, part, it's a war part. At the, at the beginning of the fight was in the colonialism part, it's a 20th centuries or 16th centuries, then it's a very totally male situation. The second part, it's like um, we don't care about this question. And on the third, it's more about social than gender, but it's, she's a woman and he's a man. But um, Eval is uh, someone who takes care a lot about the uh, women's uh, situation. And I don't know if you know Rojava in Syria. It's an equal uh, community. It's a Kurdish community where the women uh, are like men's for all work. Uh, it means that they learn how to use a weapon. Uh, they, exactly, there is no difference between them. Totally not. And it was very interesting, and they they are in this situation from a long time, the Kurdish people, and now there is a lot of people who comes from other country to live with them and fight with them, not only for the Kurdish, but also for, for this mind of society, this possibility to live together like this. It's very interesting. I'm I'm focusing about this for another movie. Uh, and also to transport. I hope that with this movie we can transport. I'm going to invite some people from Rojava to come and talk about the situation there. Um, yes, it's, 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 uh, we cannot leave, even if I don't want to think about it. And I always try to escape about this. Uh, I think that the people don't look at me like a female also when I work and all these things I try to. And if someone look at me like this, he don't work with me. Mm. It's uh, impossible for me. If I see this, it's, I just don't understand. Mm. Then um, I, it's, it's certain, but I, I really want to... How do you say this? I, I'm always surprised, I think, so about the um, women, I think. It's uh, something I'm, I'm it's, it's, uh, it's always a surprise for me, this gender. Then uh, I'm still in this and um, I just, maybe I'm, I'm more involved now uh, and I'm discovering this gender. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I yeah, understand. Yeah. Thank you both. Well, that seems like a good moment to ask if there are any, um, don't feel you have to ask a question. You're very welcome to make a comment. Um, um, and it can be about um, the um, Philippa and Norman's films, but it can also be about some of the issues that we've touched on, anything that you feel is relevant and you'd like to speak about. What do you do? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, please. I'd like to ask you about the Algerian part of your film, or, or what I, I thought of as being Algerian, where yeah. you had what looked like a military academy. Um, presumably, the, 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 the film was financed from various sources. Mm -hmm. had, had people in Algeria seen that particular depiction, that, that, that scene as, as such, in your film? No. Uh, they even didn't finance the movie. When I give them the script, they think that I'm a traitor. And I moved to Greece because normally I have to shoot the second part in the desert. And at this moment, uh, they arrest a lot of people in media and culture. They arrest women, and not the top of the head. Just like a woman, that secretary woman they arrest. And I was so, I say, I was stop. I have to stop to work there. And I take the team and then, no, they didn't see it, I'm not sure. Now they write to me because I'm also a producer. I produce Algerian director because they're beginning to talk now about all what's happening there. And uh, I'm, I have to be careful because I, I need to, to stay in a clear situation with them to continue to produce them. But um, now this one, they didn't. And I even don't want to show it there. Can I, I, I think I saw on the internet that your film was originally an installation. Is that right? And it's not, yeah, no, not originally. When I'm, uh, Hila Peleg, a curator of Documenta 14, uh, knew my first film, Little Bloody Beans, and she really loved it. And the subject, it's learned from South. The documentary project of this year, it's learned from South. Then it was very interesting. She come and ask me, what are you doing? And I tell her, I have this movie, but I don't want to change it to make an installation. I'm not an artist. I don't want to, to move anything. And then, uh, but documenta give me, I don't want to ask money for my work because I want to be really free and don't say, oh, you have to put this and all this. You know, there is a lot of goals sometimes. And then, um, I, but uh, Hila and Adam, we, we have a very good relation and they trust um, what I am doing. And then when I have to move to Greece, it's also because I made a scene there in Greece because they are in Athens. They were in Athens and in, in a castle this year. And uh, I, I discover what they do and all that, that give me the energy to transfer all my team and say, okay, I go, I will see what happened. And then when I have the material of the movie, I don't want to make an installation, but I think about something that I really love. It's um, also to, uh, we are in a huge building of Na uh, the brother of Napoleon, of uh, Jérôme Bonaparte, sorry. Um, it's an incredible building with a lot of white domination, you know, where all the light, the wall, it's crazy. And um, it's in a beautiful and big park. And I want, we create pillow, that fantastic pillow where you, you have to go on it and find your place, careful about the other one. It's not like you, you know, you are just a little up like this, you can see in the middle, you know, all it's organized and it's totally disorganized and I, it's only like this, we just all take our responsibility to how we see it, can, can, uh, can, can we be free to find a position? I want to work with this and also 
to look at the at the situation from the south uh, position. It means we are always on the floor in the south. <laughs> then uh, it's only to play with that, with that. And it was fantastic because um, then you are in the pillow and uh, it was a very good installation. <laughs> but uh, I, it's only the pillow and the building that we chose. It's Adam. Uh, it's the director artistic of the documenta who talked to me about this building and I was really surprised about it. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Then you see the movie. You okay. see? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, okay and there is another chance to see it, isn't there? It's the, the C610 in here, as so we added an additional screening because um, we missed up on Merriman's schedule. <laughs> um, so, uh, other questions or comments from anyone? Can I ask Philippa's about her film? Because unfortunately, I didn't get to see that particular film, but I did see one of your films in Oberhausen some years ago. And I felt from what you were saying, from the clip that we saw of all of your films here, that there's a certain similarity, a certain focus on Portuguese colonialism uh, in, in Africa. Mm -hmm. um, my question to you is, why is the capital tree, why is that section shown upside down in, in, in the clip that we showed? Yeah, um, I mean, this is like a kind of a distorted quote of one part in, I mean, it's, it has many meanings. Uh, I, so it's more like, one of the things was also like, a lot of things that we digitized were upside down, <laughs> like, uh, because the things were like, with the process of like, um, kind of rescuing the material was a very kind of experimental one. Like it was not uh, done with the proper archivists that, because they considered that like lost material. So uh, we did it in a very kind of a guerrilla style <laughs> because, and so many clips were like put together for the digital proce process and some were like upside down. So we had that happening a lot. Like sometimes the things were wrong uh, when we were digitized. And also there is a moment in, um, in Saint Soleil uh, that is a film that actually is uh, echoed in uh, you know the the, the the sunless by by Chris Marker from 1981 because uh, he was uh, also using images from Guinea Bissau he was using images from from Sananada as well and he was one of their mentors when you know like so and there's a moment where there is this kind of moment where I I can't quote exactly but something like the arrow sees uh, um, no, the, the tree, the willow sees the arrow uh, upside down. So there's this kind of like the idea like the, that the tree has an agency and the tree sees actually the, the birth um, upside down. So and this idea of the, the agency of the nature that is permanently kind of coming and going in the film. Uh, you know, for example, uh, there's this idea of the, 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 the mangroves that is this kind of particular um, uh, um, root, like rhizomatic roots, like a ve vegetation that actually is all over Guinea-Bissau because it's a like a alluvian land, so it's permanently uh, 
uh, full of water and like there's this tidal situation. So this, these mangroves are kind of like natural kind of protection of these places against penetration because they are like entangled and they like build this kind of like so I mean the, the the agency of the nature that was always coming in the process you know like in, in the in the in the work in the in the in the so I wanted it to to be there so I entangled this kind of yeah the, the kapok is and the kapok is this magical tree that, that in Guinea that um, is the, these trees that I mean they grow enormously actually I don't know if you saw uh, uh, um, avatar, you know, this huge <laughs> tree. Yeah, they become, I mean, I saw one in the Bijagos Islands that, you know, you can't imagine that this is a tree, it's a monster, you know, like the, the trunk is like four mm. times the, this room. Mm. And and uh, and they're trees that maybe like million, uh, thousands of years. Uh, and, and, and and these kapoks, yeah, they're, they're magical, they are like, they, they make this relation between the, 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 the soil and the, 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 the sky, so they they are permanently an element uh, like in, in this culture. Yeah, so I think when I when I saw these images upside down and then I like, yeah, I, 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 I mean, all these sentences that coming in the old film, the film has always these kind of sentences that now I, I, this, I very recently discovered that maybe they are like um, kind of like ways of uh, shifting, you know, the like propositions of shifting uh, the way you see the film um, because it's like things that came out through the editing and I just dropped them there uh, and it's interesting because recently I came upon a, someone that uh, makes a kind of very interesting therapy that is just a therapy that is like this kind of like I don't know 50 cards and it's just like small sentences that uh, create your like uh, focus your, pers your perspective in something like Put your hand somewhere, or forget symmetry, or breathe with you know like these kind of very little like sentences, but makes you like focus mm -hmm. on something in a moment. And I thought that was that there was something about this like like kind of haiku style of that I used. It was just to shift, you know, perspective of of how you you engage with the film. I don't know, but this is something I'm discovering now, like after the film is edited one year after. So like, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. It comes from from this kind of space, you know, this um, kind of haikus that are not. The meaning is like, I have my own ideas of what it is, but it can meant whatever to the ones that see it. I think. Anything else from anyone? You are a student. You are a student. Hi. Is this working? No. No. But we hear you. Okay. You just um, don't need it. I haven't seen your film yet, but I was wondering, because if I'm not mistaken, it was shown at some Halloween Uh, No. It wasn't no. this one? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I wanted to know how, like, if, if any film that you have done about any Portuguese colonies and any feedback from another colleague? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I was just in Brazil like two days ago, it's funny. And I showed a film um, in, um, in a Casa do Povo in, in Sao Paulo that is actually rather a, like a, a communal, like a, the house of the people. So it's like, actually, it's not like a film festival or something. It was a very small kind of 
Um, and um, I had the chance to show it with Sana. I mean, actually, I'm trying always when possible, and Sana has time and is fit to travel to, to show the film with him. And uh, it was very interesting because the, 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 the reaction, um, they, they were very, I mean, the Brazilian, these Brazilian people were very, very curious about, about and they had no, no information about, you know, this uh, liberation process uh, at all. What I think it's, um, I mean, if you think about history, if you look about, you know, like if you look uh, history of like, if you think that, I mean, what I, th what I like the narrative of that the globalization starts with slavery and that uh, uh, capital accumulation, uh, you know, the, it's, the moment of slavery is the moment, the biggest moment in history of capital accumulation, where we are still profiting from that. You know, like so that's this kind of moment. And if you think these 500 years, and then you 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 see the liberation movements of of the end of the 50s and until the mid of the 70s. You know, this moment, it's it's a, you know, it's an incredible kind of density of of struggle that got there. And it's not that is like something that. Uh, you know, happened just by chance. It was, I think, a, it was a density that happened. I think the struggle was happening since 500 years, but it gets dense there and it gets the space to 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 burst, you know, to burst with some kind of order. That I don't, I don't know if it it bursts really, but it was a moment where there was um, at least the, the the means to show it, to to visualize it, to in to. That's why I think these images of this very precise struggle and it's they are uh, very puzzling and they are so important i mean i think this is one of the you know the incisions you know like the historical incisions that are so uh, informing what's going to happen now and what happened before and um and in and i think yeah that that of course i mean brazilian colonialism was different like in terms of how it was broken you know, like the Portuguese had had the capital in Rio de Janeiro, and also they didn't have this relation with the the metropole like like the British had. Like mm -hmm. this is like the land. Yeah. So and this made also makes it m much more complicated also to deal with like racism because Portuguese they think they are not racist because they intermixed as a kind of a colonial strategy. You know, it's all very complex. So I think the Brazilian. I mean, I I, I know very little Brazil, but I think it's. Uh, you know, I think these, these these stories are so important to reflect what happened there. Um. Yeah, because the the um, no, it's it's very simple. The street uh, it's without woman, or if there is a woman now, when I born there, it was at seventeen seventeen. <laughs> uh, it's more easy, but uh, there is no women, or if there is. Um, uh, it's not easy. I just go in a, in a marketplace and say, okay, I have this idea in a few seconds and say, I'm going to put faces on this. It's okay. I, it's also, I do it like a, I try to do something with the faces. It's not, I, I didn't organize really. I say, I have to go there. I see this market and I just ask the people, okay, I want to put this pitch on your face. Are you agree with it? And they say, okay, or no, but they all say, okay. And there is no women. Or they are carrier, you know, they are workers. The women there, and they, they carry some food for for the family. Then uh, I think because I produce, as I told you, uh, Algerian filmmaker, and a lot of people when we go to 
other countries they say, oh, you chose to never show the women, but uh, it's not, we never chose this. And also we respect it. I'm not going to take off someone from his place and uh, say, you have to come outside. I, I don't want, but they, I cannot say that the, 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 the women are not present. They are, they are totally present, but uh, they don't want to be shown or they don't want to, even for the last uh, girl, after the father comes and say, no, finally, I don't want. And I say, okay, I do it. <laughs> Even if you don't want, because she wants, and I don't care about him. Uh, I do it. Normally, I care, but uh, at this point, he, it's not fair. Then, uh, no, it's not a choice. Totally not. But also, I don't want to go and ask, knock on the door, please, I need a woman. No, it's like this, it's like this, if I prepare it that it kind of represents the fact that, you know, as you spoke about, or your film speaks about, that there is no, um, you know, African men are invisible within kind of Western narratives of history. But, you know, it kind of symbolizes the fact that actually African women are even further down the line. They're even more invisible than, um, it might be my Australian accent, <laughs> kind of understand. Yeah. Um... I'm not sure that it was a goal for me, this question. Um, <laughs> I even didn't think at all about women or men. I just uh, create, as I say in the first part, I create um, this male situation at this time. But um, no, I just... Uh, it's 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 not my goal at this moment. I don't want to. What I don't understand is what she. Sorry. But I think no. what she's saying is the very the very circumstances, the the, the fact that you found only men to represent mm -hmm. actually um, in, in it illustrates yeah. the mm -hmm. hierarchy within colonial histories mm -hmm. of gender. Yeah, but it's yeah. not true because um, the women are very important. Uh, on the revolution part and also to fight against for the liberation in Algeria and I think I'm, I'm not sure in the rest oh, yeah. of the Africa but they are very in my first movie Bloody Beans they are represented but uh, with two girls but um, no, they yeah, but maybe they are also represented by their invisibility in that in that kind of shot. You know, they they are they are present through their not being there. No, it's, a, it's a, sorry for that, but a lot uh -huh. of people said that, but I'm not sure. Uh, I don't. I, some people. I mean, we know your intention. I mean, like, it's like yeah, yeah. Some people, <laughs> I mean, some like... people do that, but uh, it's not the, the, the reality. It's that they just not want to be there. Mm -hmm. This is the reality, but they are there. I, I'm not going to to try to to remember that, and they are a big part, if we know the history, they are so important. Um, in, my, in my building in Algeria, there is two women who are Christian, married with Algerian people, who comes for the liberation. They don't uh, have weapons, they don't use weapons, but they try to pass money and all that. It's a, my mother, all the women I know are very important, but the fact is uh, we have to know it. I'm not. Uh, I don't want to to focus on this because I'm I'm sure that we know it. But the the fact is the Algerian, not the African, because the the African women are more visible. I mean that they go out. It's the 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 culture and the religion is not so 
important. In Algeria, it's more difficult, but um, it's it's a it's a view because we are here and we don't see women. I even sometimes I'm very shocked because I go to Algeria and don't see women, and for me it's normal. I even don't think where are they because I'm I cannot look at with my eyes of European. I'm looking for my eyes of the situation there. Then I don't miss her. I go to knock on the door and go with them on the kitchen and stay with them and talk about about politics. Mm. It's because of the religion, it's because of the culture, it's because about the father, it's because of the children, it's mm. because of the neighbor, it's because of all. I mean that all the reason is good. And they have they have all the reason. Then it's like this. And uh, Nothing more to do. We are um, we are out of time. However, I don't want to cut the conversation off if anybody wants to say anything else. Um, if not, then um, thank you all very very much for coming. For those who haven't seen um, Le Four de Fou, please, if you can make the screening this evening, please do so. It would be well worth your while. Um, uh, and um, uh, so it just really remains to me to thank both Thurman and Philippa very, very, very much indeed. Wait, when is your movie? It passed away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, no more chances to see Philippa here There's at no the festival, chance. but we really hope that there will be obviously other chances in London and elsewhere, which... Uh, I think it will yeah. be some... You know, I, there, there will be some screenings soon. I, I know. Oh, actually, that's true. We did hear, didn't we, that there was going to be a screening at Birkbeck. Birkbeck I don't yeah. know when. One in Birkbeck in November. And yeah. then I think it's, if someone has Mubi, I don't know, like, mm. there will be one month also in Mubi. That's great to know. So there's it. Another, there November. is other opportunities to check out Philippa's film if you haven't yet. So um, everything you've said has been utterly fascinating and uh, illuminates your films talks expansively to such pressing and important issues of our time, but also about the practice and methods of cinema, which is fantastic. Um, I only wish, I mean, as we, you know, this is all supposed to be an hour, an hour and a quarter. It's about, you know, nearly an hour and 40 minutes. So thank you all very, thank, thank you, so you much for so much for your contribution. Thank you for staying. Yeah. So thank you. It's been really Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.